0: Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 1116, air date September 30th, 2022. (laughs) Good evening, everyone. We're going to have a discussion today on the speech that Vladimir Putin gave um, just uh, today. And I think it's important that everyone understands what was actually said, because I don't believe anyone's really covering what was said. We're essentially hearing secondhand accounts of what was said by the um, media in America and NATO and Europe, etc. So I think it's really important for people to understand what was actually said. So the question was uh, to ask people, have you, which means you, have you actually read Putin's annexation speech? One of the things that I wanna emphasize to everyone is it's time that um, what we try to do in our movement at Truth, Freedom and Health and the educational uh, program that we put together, you can find out more about it at truthfreedomhealth.com. is to really encourage people to stand up on their own two feet. We wanna encourage people to take responsibility. We wanna encourage people to take accountability Uh, for what's going on, and not be outsourcing (coughs) their future to uh, imbeciles, also known as politicians. And it looks like the Western world is really run, and for that matter, a lot of the world is run by imbeciles, uh, aka politicians, or entertainers, aka celebrities. And it appears that those in power who are actually operating the strings, uh, Joe Biden or, uh, you know, the woman in uh, UK or any of these politicians really don't run anything. It's run by a whole nother set of elites who get very powerful advice from people who understand the science of systems. And those people can project what's going on. They use the science of systems to manipulate, subjugate and enslave people. But those people really want everyday people to follow imbeciles, politicians like Joe Biden or entertainers like Trump. Um, and it's really, really important where we are right now in history for people to uh, have some level of self-respect and start taking accountability uh, for their own lives. So as many of you know, we've put together a whole program for people to do that. Uh, nice to have people. Pamela says, hello, Shiva. Um, we have World Take. Take over with globalists. Um, what do we have here? Uh, someone says the West is toast. Big love from down under. Uh, Serena says hi, Dr. Shiva. Love your work. Great, thanks everyone. Good to have you guys. Um, but yeah, so today we're gonna we're gonna really talk because I want to really encourage. In addition to me sharing the information I'm going to share with you, but I want to all of you to actually start reading stuff and start doing your work. The good news is that we've put together a whole infrastructure, Truth For Them Health, that'll make that easier for you because it's really difficult to do that. So if you go to vashiva.com, you'll find more information about um, where we're coming from. We're all about delivering people solutions. And I want to play people a quick video before we start that'll hopefully inspire you. That'll sort of set the stage of why we need to take a systems approach Um, to understand what's going on. But before I play that video to all of you joining today, um, I'm gonna really walk through first of all, what the media said about Putin's speech, what actually took place in the provinces in Ukraine, which wanted to secede. This wasn't a quote unquote annexation, that's what they're using, but they actually voted to secede. and And then Russia voted to, Absorb them. This is no different than what occurred um, uh, when Texas, which was part of Mexico, decided to secede. And then the United States Congress voted to absorb them. So that was okay. But for some reason, it's not okay when someone else does it. But we're going to um, go through what was the vote count there. We're going to then walk through what the media has said about Putin's speech. We're go- You're going to learn about the Atlantic Council, one of the most evil organizations on the planet, in my opinion. And then we're gonna actually read various important sections of Putin's speech. So you all get to actually read uh, the translator, what he actually said, okay? But let me just play this video and I wanna encourage all of you, uh, to inspire all of you to actually um, take the foundations of systems of course and become part of the Truth freedom and Health educational movement. We have allowed our country to be taken over from within And the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you. Deep down inside them that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. They both mislead working people back into the establishment. Without this solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're gonna follow on the, the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're gonna follow you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not gonna lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change, bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that But we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to V.A. Shiva, Victory America Shiva, V.A. Shiva.com. All right, everyone, welcome back. So today we're going to be talking about uh, Putin's speech that he gave um, this um, uh, yesterday, early this morning. You know, depending on how you look at the time zone, and the speech was really uh, a celebration and the acknowledgement of the four provinces in Ukraine, uh, formally uh, which were part of Ukraine, which decided to secede. And and specifically, um, you can look at those provinces here. So, Kherson, which is in the south north of Crimea. 87% of the people said they wanted to secede from Ukraine. Zaporizhika, sorry for the mispronunciation, 93.11% of the people. In Donetsk, 99.23% of the people. And in Luhansk, 98.42% of the people. So that was the results that came out. And obviously those in the West called this illegal, called this um, these elections or these votes bogus. And the same people who got upset when uh, people here called the the, U, the U.S. voting system bogus. So it's quite uh, interesting, you know, to observe. But anyway, those were the numbers that took place. And following this, what occurred was, so those republics decided to secede. And by the way, the United States, the UN Charter gives everyone the right to self-determination and um, What does a right to self-determination mean, okay? I think it's important to understand that the right to self-determination is a principle uh, that was uh, as a part uh, of the the rights of a set of people, that if a set of people decide, hey, we're a different people racially, we speak a different language, we come from a certain geography, and they have a sense of nationhood, that they have a right to create their own nation. It is called the right of national self-determination. You may want to take a note on that. And this has been a very, very important principle that really came out post-colonialism, right? And that's why you know some countries said, hey, we're our own nation. In fact, um, after the 1917 Russian Revolution, Finland wanted to break away from the Soviet Union And uh, they said, hey, look, we're a different language, we're a different region, we're a different people. And Lenin uh, said, hey, those people have that right. He also uh, was a supporter of the right uh, of national self-determination. So this is a principle that was put into the UN Charter, right? The right of uh, people to become their own nation. So when you look at this area here, these peoples here, these four different provinces have always felt that they were a distinct group with their own uh, a sense of um, their own sense of nationhood. And so they voted, right? So um, the West is uh, arguing, the Western news media saying, oh, this is bogus elections. And I'll show you some of that. And after that took place, the the uh, Duma, which is a Congress in Russia, the Senate and the lower house voted to accept these nations or these four republics into Russia. And so they're going to be part of Russia. All right. So that's what took place. And then Putin gave a speech, which I'm going to cover as a part of that. Before I go into that, um, I want to emphasize to everyone that the those in power have been very, 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 upset with all of this, okay? Uh, And I'm gonna share with you what they've actually said. So let me share with you some of the, the, uh, the stories here that have come about. So for example, this is in NBC news, headline is Putin illegally annexes four occupied regions, escalating war as Ukraine applies to join NATO. Kiev has vowed to keep fighting to retake its occupied land And on Friday, appeared on the verge of handing uh, Russia's military another significant setback. Let's just remember that, again, let's go back to 1845. Someone said they can't hear me. Is that true? Christine Sorrento, can everyone hear me? Um, So let's just go back to 1845 when Texas, which is part of Mexico, decided to leave Mexico. Right. And so they voted to secede. And then shortly thereafter the United States Congress decided to absorb Mexico, okay? So it's fascinating to see this news coming out, Putin illegally annexes four occupied regions, escalating wars. Ukraine applies, okay? So that was one news story that, that was um, NBC News. Um, everyone says they can hear me okay? Okay, good, sound is clear, good. Um, this was another news story which came out in Express, which says Putin doubles down on nuclear threat in deranged will of millions annexation speech. OK, deranged will of me- uh, millions. OK, So that's a different uh, news. And this is in The Guardian. Putin's rambling Ukraine speech leaves Western di- diplomats scrambling. Analysis Russian president is toying with matches, but has ni- y- not yet lit the fuse. Hence the West's caution. OK, OK. And then this is right out of the New York Times. As as some of you may know, I shared a story yesterday coming out, going back to the history of the New York Times, even in the 70s how the New York Times is essentially has CIA people working there. So, uh, and this is well known, it was written in the New York, it was written in Rolling Stone. So this is not something that's just conspiracy theory, which is what they like to uh, say when you make comments like that. But in the New York Times, you can see right here, Putin illegally annexes four Ukraine regions, US sanctions follow. Okay? Uh, US sanctions follow. So this is in the New York Times. So this is what the Western media put out there. All right? One of the things we need to understand is that there's an organization called the Atlantic Council. We're not talking about NATO, North American uh, uh, Treaty Organization. We're talking about the Atlantic Council. Okay? The Atlantic Council, as many of you know, in our lawsuit, where we expose that the government and big tech are in an unholy alliance, it is the Atlantic Council, which has been behind architecting this unholy alliance globally. And the Atlantic Council is, in my views, a really, really uh, destructive organization, okay? So what did the Atlantic Council say? And and we can do a whole talk on the Atlantic Council, but you can go see this is the Atlantic Council, okay? It's a think tank, all right? And let me just make a point about these think tanks, okay? So this is what the Atlantic Council said. Putin denounces imperialism while annexing large swaths of Ukraine. So the Atlantic Council is an organization really funded out of the United Kingdom, but it has all the elite, think-tank people belonging to it, and the Atlantic Council is really the brain trust of the elites. So you have the elites, they have their brain trust here which advises them what to do, and that brain trust of the elites, the Atlantic Council, really understands system science. So the Atlantic Council understands system science, they have people who've studied system science, about 10,000 people in the world understand the science of systems, and they advise the elite. And that knowledge of systems allows them to see into the future, allows them to subjugate people, enslave people, and manipulate people. And it is that science of systems that we teach at Truth, Freedom, and Health, because guys like me had the fortune of going to places like MIT and learning this, but I never forgot where I came from, never forgot I came from poor surroundings in India, came from working class people. And When I learned that knowledge, I felt this was the most powerful knowledge that every working person should learn. So we organized that and put that together. But those elites at the Atlantic council or the advisors to the elites, they have created an environment where they have advised the elites to put, put a bunch of imbeciles to run all these country countries because they want these imbeciles to start war. They want a war. So you have, Biden, an imbecile, you have the woman Truss, Liz Truss, I believe her name is in UK, complete imbecile, okay? They put puppets in, or they have entertainers and celebrities, that's what Trump was, or Hollywood. But it it is the Atlantic Council and think tanks like that which understand the science of systems, and they use that science to manipulate, subjugate and enslave people, but that same science can be used to liberate people, just like a surgeon's knife as I've talked about, or a knife can be used to kill somebody, or if a surgeon wields it, can be used to save life. So anyway, what did the Atlantic Council say about Putin's speech? Okay, let's look at what they said here. So this is the Atlantic Council's view on Putin's speech. And basically, they lead with this headline, calling him an imperialist, which is would be saying the U.S. then is an imperialist for bringing in Texas. Okay? And let me just go to the end of what, before I go to Putin's speech, this is what they said. They say, today's speech, let me zoom in on this a little bit. They said, today's speech should cure Western policymakers of any illusions regarding the possibility of a pragmatic relationship with Russia, as long as Vladimir Putin remains in the Kremlin. Sure sounds like a threat almost. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has already drawn the necessary conclusions and declared That there will be no negotiations with Putin. Again, another imbecile, Zelensky, okay? Put in power by the elites. Given the gravity of the situation, similar clarity from other Western leaders is now urgently needed. Putin has effectively declared war, not only on the West, but on the entire rules-based relations. Interesting rules-based system as though the West has lived by rules, he is attempting to redraw the map of Europe by force and is holding the world hostage with the thinly veiled threat of nuclear apocalypse. It is crucial that the democratic world stands up to Russia's nuclear blackmail. Failure to do so will have potentially catastrophic consequences for international security. Putin would be so emboldened to repeat his nuclear ultimatums against new victims throughout the former Soviet empire, while countries across the globe would soon scramble to protect themselves with this new reality by acquiring nuclear arsenals of their own. Decades of nuclear non-proliferation efforts would collapse and give way to a perilous new era of international instability. And this is where the Atlantic Council ends with. It says, Putin is not escalating from a position of strength. His fake referendums, absurd annexations, Nuclear threats and anti Western rants all point to the fact that he's losing the war in Ukraine. This desperation makes him more dangerous than ever. The West must respond. The West must respond by demonstrating its unwavering unity and resolve. This means tougher sanctions against Russia and accelerated military support for Ukraine. Today's speech makes clear that Putin can no longer be reasoned with. He can only be defeated. Again, this is from the Atlantic Council, a complete fucked up organization. Excuse my language, but that's what it is. It it is the Atlantic Council we discovered in our lawsuit that architected how the government will use big tech to silence everyone. Okay, this is a very horrible organization. You can go look up. Uh, you can you can do your own research on them. But it is the Atlantic Council, which has basically said, you know what? They basically said Putin is crazy. We got to go attack him even harder, basically saying let's have war. All right. So that's the background. So, again, in summary, for those of you are joining, we're going to actually look at Putin's speech. Putin, uh, remember there, uh, all those four provinces in Ukraine, overwhelmingly 90 plus percent, decided to secede from Ukraine because starting after 2014, after we did a coup in Ukraine and put in actually a bunch of neo-Nazis to run it, those people in those provinces whose grandfathers and fathers had fought against Nazism were done. And for eight years, Ukraine has been shelling those provinces. And the news media doesn't even talk about this. Okay, And those provinces decided to break away, have become their own republics, and Russia has decided to absorb them. And this is not being talked about. Okay, now, let's go over to Putin's speech. What did Putin actually say, all right? All right, let's go now to Putin's speech. What did he actually say? So let's, so you've, you've seen all the nonsense, what others said he said, so let's go to his actual speech. And I marked it up, you know, it's a pretty long speech, here's his whole speech, but I marked up certain sections, which I think are important to go through, okay? So first he says, over here. Let me hide uh, this. Okay. So you can see it a little bit better. I'm going to make it as big as I can. All right. So a little bit smaller. So, um, you know, he had some uh, opening lines and what he says in his speech is, if I can read it here, he basically says, today we're signing agreements on the admission. So it's not an annexation. Those people wanted to be part of Russia on the admission of Donetsk People's Republic, Luhansk, People's Republic, the Zaporizhia region and the Kherson region to Russia. I'm sure that the federal assembly will support the constitutional laws on the adoption and formation in Russia of four new regions, four new subjects of the Russian Federation. Okay, so that's what Putin said. Okay, because this is a will of millions of people. He's basically and now obviously the West is saying these elections or these votes were bogus. All right. Other people's votes are bogus, but the U.S. elections are perfect. All right. But anyway, um, that's the first thing Putin said. And he said, and this, of course, is their right. This is very important. Putin said their inalienable right, which is enshrined in the first article of the U.N. charter. So what I was saying, the first article of the United States, U.N. U.N. charter says that any people have the right to break away and create their own nation, united nations. It's the concept of self-determination. So Putin points that out to all these morons. We're just talking nonsense. He says, he says, which is enshrined in the first article of the UN charter, which directly speaks of the principle of equal rights and self-determination of all people. I repeat, this is an inalienable right of people. Okay. Then he he says, we will always remember the heroes of the Russian spring, those who did not come to terms with the neo-Nazi coup in Ukraine in 2014. And by the way, this coup was executed by Barack Obama. It was the United States government that executed that coup. They replaced a rightfully elected president of Ukraine with a neo-Nazi. The United States government did that. All of those who died for the right to speak their native language, preserve their culture, traditions, faith for the right to live. All right. And it was that coup that led for the last eight years, since 2014 till today, Ukraine has been bombing those regions because those people did not want neo-Nazis running Ukraine. Okay, That was Barack Obama. And then he goes on to say, let me go over here. Um, He goes for eight long years. People in the Donbass region were subject to genocide, shelling, and blockade. And in the Kherson and Zaporizhia, they tried to criminally cultivate hatred for Russia, for everything Russian. Now, already during the referendums, the Kiev regime, that's the Ukrainian regime, Zelensky, threatened with violence, death to school teachers, women who worked in election commissions, intimidated millions of people who came to express their will with repressions. But the unbroken people of Donbass, Zaporizhia and Kherson had their say. We call on the Kiev regime to immediately cease fire all hostilities, the war that it unleashed back in 2014. Remember, Ukraine has been doing this again for eight years and return to the negotiating table. So this so he's saying, let's negotiate, which is a direct lie. So what the Atlantic Council is putting out there, which is what all the media is putting out there. I mean, it's right in his speech in black and white to return to the negotiating people. We are ready for this. It has been said more than once, but we will not discuss the choice of the people in Donetsk, Lugansk, Saporizhka, and Ger- Gerson. It has been made, which means he's saying it's non-negotiable that these people want to become their own nation because that's right in the UN charter. Russia will not betray it. And today's Kiev's authorities should treat this free will of the people with respect and nothing else. This is the only way to peace. Okay, so let's see if I can fix this here a little bit. Bring this back. Sorry about this, everyone. All right. So that was. And um, uh, go here. I think I have to zoom out one second. All right. Um, and he says, uh, um. After the collapse of the Soviet Union, the West decided that the world, all of us, would forever have to put up with its dictates. So what happened in 1991? 1991, uh, again, quick history. Putin goes back in his speech in 1991 is when the Soviet Union got broken up. And that's when the Western world thought this was a great time to completely destroy Russia. And that's what he's referring to. All right, it goes, the West decided that, that the world, all of us would forever have to put up with its dictates. Then in 1991, the West expected that Russia would not recover from such shocks and would fall apart on its own. Yes, it almost happened. We remember the 90s, the terrible 90s, hungry, cold, and hopeless. But Russia resisted, revived, strengthened, and again took its rightful place in the world. At the same time, the West has been looking all this time and continues to look for a new chance to hit us, weaken and destroy Russia, which they have always dreamed of, split our state, pit peoples against each other, doom them to poverty and extinction. They're simply haunted by the fact that there is such a great, huge country in the world with its territory, natural wealth, resources, with a people who do not know and will never live according to someone else's order. So let me explain this. I think it's important for everyone outside of Russia to appreciate. The Russian people have a history of actually suffering in on their grounds, the level of suffering that took place. Very few people in America have actually gone through actual suffering where an invasionary force came into them. It is the Russian people who stopped Hitler. No doubt about it. It wasn't, sorry, there's a lot of history and we respect all those soldiers who fought in World War II, but it was, The tens of millions of Russians who died, who stopped Hitler. And these people suffered tremendously. And those people, the people in Russia, remember that suffering. It's it's in their blood. It's in just one generation away. Most Americans have not had that suffering, nor do we wish that suffering on people. But that must be something that must be understood. And that's what Putin is referring to. And you got to understand, when you look at the landmass of Russia, it's massive. It is the largest landmass. It has diamonds, titanium, um, natural gas, you know. And what he's referring to is the West, Western elites have always wanted to come in and destroy Russia. Okay. They've wanted to rape it. So after 1991, when the Soviet Union was broken up, a promise was made that by the Defense Secretary Baker to George Herbert Walker Bush said, United States or the West, NATO would not go one inch east of Germany. And then in 1997, you know, everyone, I mean, it's pretty well known, Boris Yeltsin, who became one of the pre- uh, uh, presidents of Russia. He was essentially a, a Western plant. He signed an agreement which basically said, oh, yeah, you can keep sort of expanding. And, um, you know, it was an agreement which said, yeah, we're NATO will keep doing it. But don't worry. This is just for defensive reasons. All right. So that's what Putin's referring to. But let me continue in the speech that he gave. And by the way, does this sound like a deranged person so far? I, I haven't seen any derangement here. All right. Then Putin goes on and says, the West is ready to step over everything in order to preserve the neo-colonial system that allows it to be parasites. In fact, to plunder the world at the expense of the power of the dollar and technological dictates to collect real tribute from humanity to extract the main source of unearned prosperity, the rent of hegemony. Which means, he says, that the West basically wants to start wars, and it uses the power of the dollar because a dollar is a reserve currency. Remember, America has a right to print as much money as as it wants because it is a reserve currency. And then he says, the maintenance of this rent is their key, genuine and absolute self-serving motive. That is why total desovereignization is in their interests. Hence, Desovereignization, which means is they don't want any country to be sovereign, okay? They want everyone to be part of one nation, one globalist nation. No one can be their own sovereign nation. Hence, their aggression towards independent states, to traditional values and original cultures, attempts to undermine international and integration processes beyond their control, new world currencies and centers of technological development it is critical for them that all countries surrender their sovereignty to the United States. That means the United States elites, not the people. Let's when we say the United States, I refer uh, to it to meaning the the United States elites just want one reserve currency. Okay. Again, this is right out of Putin's speech that we're reading today. It's it's we're not uh, listening to mainstream media. We're literally listening to a speech. Okay. Let's continue. Then he goes on to say, um, let me see if I can do this here. Oops. Sorry about that. I did something wrong here. Let me go back to this. I think I want to zoom in uh, pages here. A uh, single page. There we go. All right. This is better. Sorry, everyone. You'll be able to read read along with me. Okay, so here we go. So, what he, what he, Putin goes on to say, I want to emphasize once again that it is precisely in greed, in the intention to maintain its unlimited power, that there are real reasons for the hybrid war that the quote unquote collective West is waging against Russia. They do not wish us freedom, but they want us to want us as a colony. They do not want equal cooperation. But robbery, they want to see us not as a free society, but as a crowd of soulless slaves. And I want to emphasize, you know, in many of the videos that, you know, I've done for most of you guys, we and in the video that I played, this is what the elites are doing right here in our own countries. Right. They want us to be soulless slaves. So what he's referring to us is not something that's just for Uh, something that he's talking about globally, but we can see this happening in our own lives. Then Putin goes on to say, the West is counting on impunity, on getting away with everything. In fact, everything has gotten away with it so far. Agreements in the field of strategic security go to the wastebasket. Agreements reached at the highest political level are declared false. Firm promises not to expand NATO to the East as soon as our former leaders brought into them turned into a dirty deceit. Treaties on anti-missile defense and intermediate and short-range missiles have been unilaterally broken under far-fetched pretext. So Putin's basically saying, you guys basically break whatever treaties you talk about. You know, you don't really value your promises, okay? So that's what he's referring to there. Then he goes on to say, it is it is the so-called West that has trampled on the principles of the inviolability of borders, and now it decides at its own discretion Who has a right to self-determination and who does not? Which means which countries can be nations and which countries cannot be nations. Who is not worthy of it? Why they decide so, who gave them such right is not clear to themselves. So look, what Putin's fundamentally saying is, look, it looks like the Western world, NATO, basically gets the right to decide everything. No one else can have any uh, sovereign rights. That's what he's basically saying here. All right. All right, let's continue. It gets even more interesting. All right. He says, Western. Oops, I'm sorry about that. Uh, right. He goes, that is why the choice of the people in the Crimea, in Sevastopol, in Donetsk, in Lugansk, in Zafiris- Uh Oops, go over here. Uh, In Zafiris, Kursan causes it wild anger in them. The West has no moral right to evaluate it, even stutter about the freedom of democracy. So he's saying, look, it appears that the West and NATO is saying they will decide, they'll talk about democracy and freedom, right? Wave the flags, et cetera. But when Crimea and these four regions say, hey, we want to split, we want our own freedom, then the West says, no, 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 that's illegal, right? That's annexation, et cetera. So what he's saying is there's one rule for them and another rule for us. All right. So they don't really care about freedom. That's what Putin's basically emphasizing right here. All right. That's what he says in this uh, next part. Let's continue. All right. He goes on to say here that Western elites deny. And by the way, these are the elites that also rule those of us in the United States do not. deny not only national sovereignty and international law, their hegemony has pronounced character of totalitarianism, despotism, and apartheid. They brazenly divide the world into their vassals, into the so-called civilized countries, and to all the rest, who according to their plan of today's Western racists should add to the list of barbarians and savages. False labels, right? They call people rogue countries, authoritarian regime, quote unquote, are already ready, They stigmatize entire peoples and states, and there's nothing new in this. There is nothing new in this. The Western allies are what they are and have remained so colonialists. They discriminate, divide people into first and other grades. Many of you know that in our movement, we've talked about how in our every country in the Western world, people are divided into left and right wings. Well, he's talking about it in a much more global way that this takes place. All right. Another key point, again, I'm reading some very key sections of his speech. He goes, it is worth reminding the West that it began its colonial policy back in the Middle Ages and then followed the global slave trade, the genocide of Indian tribes in the Americas, the plunder of India, Africa and the wars of England and France against China as a result of which it forced, uh, which was forced to open its ports for trade uh, for opium trade. What they did was put entire nations on drugs, purposefully exterminated entire ethnic groups for the sake of land and resources, staged a real hunt for people like animals. This is contrary to the very nature of man, truth, freedom, and justice. So Putin is basically reminding the elites in the West, hey, you know, you guys really have no moral authority. You have a history of subjugating people. You have a history of plundering people. You have a history of slavery. And it's true. I, mean, I don't think there's anything in here that he's saying that's false. All of that is documented by history. Okay. Then Putin goes on to say it is. Now, the reason, by the way, Putin's saying this again to all of you just joining us is we're actually reading Vladimir Putin's speech. Russia is filled with natural resources. And for millennia, the West has wanted to plunder Russia. And and so he's basically, in his speech, he's saying, look, this plundering the West has did to the American Indians, it did to India, it did to Africa, it's basically what he's saying was colonialism. And now he's saying we're in neocolonialism. Don't say, oh, the West has suddenly changed, This added to the Western elites, by the way, right? They have a history of doing this, so why, w- why would they not want to plunder Russia? Okay, then he goes, it is known... It is known that plans for interventions in Russia were repeatedly made. They tried to use both the troubled times of the beginning of the 17th century and the period of the upheavals after 1917. They failed. The West, nevertheless, managed to seize the wealth of Russia at the end of the 20th century when the state was destroyed. He's talking about the Soviet Union. Then we were called both friends and partners, but in fact, they treated us like a... They treated us like, oops, where did it go? Sorry about this. Uh, They treated us like a colony. Trillions of dollars were siphoned out of the country under a variety of schemes. We all remember everything. We have not forgotten anything. So what Putin is saying is after 1991, after the fall of the Soviet Union, a lot of money was taken out of Russia. Plundering took place. And again, in the West, we don't really hear about this. And these days, the people in Donetsk and Luhansk and of Zaporizhia have spoken out in favor of restoring our historical unity. Thank you. Western countries have been repeating for centuries that they bring freedom and democracy to other peoples. Everything is exactly the opposite. The opposite. Instead of democracy, suppression and exploitation. Instead of freedom, enslavement and violence. The entire unipolar world order is inherently anti-democratic and not free. It is deceitful and hypocritical through and through. All right, the United States is the only country. Now, you know, in the Atlantic Council, that literally that really completely fucked up organization, they said, oh, you know, Putin is threatening all of us with nuclear weapons. And Putin reminds people in his speech, he goes, the United States is the only country in the world to use nuclear weapons twice destroying the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. By the way, they set a precedent. Let me remind you that the United States, together with British, turned Dresden, Hamburg, Cologne, and many other German cities into ruins without any military necessity during World War II. And then he goes on to say the United States left a terrible mark on the memory of the peoples of Korea, Korean War, Vietnam, with barbaric carpet bombing and use of napalm and chemical weapons. Pretty big indictment on the United States. Until now, they actually occupy Germany, Japan, the Republic of Korea, and other countries, and at the same time, cynically call them equal allies. Listen, I wonder what kind of alliance is this? He's basically saying Germany, Japan, and Korea are basically still colonies of the US. The whole world knows that the leaders of these countries are being watched. The first persons of these states are being installed listening devices, not only in office, but also in residential premises. This is a real shame, a shame both for those who do this and for those who, like slaves, silently and meekly swallow this rudeness. Putin's basically saying, look, when you really look at Germany and Japan and Korea, all those leaders are under the thumb of the U.S. CIA and the United States. You know, They would not sort of have their own quote-unquote nations with, were it not for the U.S. They're basically colonies. And he's basically saying that Russia... Is defying that. It is it is with their destructive policy, wars, and robbery that they provoke today's colossal surge in migration flows. Millions of people suffered deprivation, abuse, die by the thousands, trying to get to the same Europe. So Putin's reminding people: hey, let's go to the source of this. All of these wars that NATO and the West cause is why these migrants are coming to Europe and probably to the United States. Okay? So let's continue here. Putin then goes on to let me bring a couple of important sections. He goes, but sanctions. Yeah. So remember what the West did was we put sanctions on Putin, right? And what he's saying now, now he's bringing up to the Nord Stream. Some many of you should know that two pipelines that are owned by Russia were suddenly blown up. Okay, and they make billions for Putin. There's no reason by any common sense Putin wants to do this. Some conspiracy people are saying, oh, Putin did it. But this is what Putin's saying in response. He goes, sanctions are not enough for the Anglo-Saxons, which means for the West. They've switched to sabotage, unbelievable but true. Have organized explosions on international gas pipelines of the Nord Stream, which run along the bottom of the Baltic Sea. They've actually begun to destroy the pan-European energy infrastructure. It is clear to everyone who benefits from this, whoever benefits did it, of course. The U.S. dictate is based on brute force, on- Fist law, sometimes beautifully wrapped, sometimes without any wrapper, but the essence is the same. Fist law, hence the deployment and maintenance of hundreds of military bases in all corners of the world. The expansion of NATO attempts to put together new military alliances, such as AUKUS. I think this is in the, in the Asian area. Okay. And then, um, uh, Putin, uh, Continues, and he says, they drown the truth in an ocean of myths, illusions, and fakes, using extremely aggressive propaganda, lying recklessly like Goebbels. So Putin is comparing the Western media to Nazism, okay? And he says, the more incredible the lie, the faster they believe it, believe in it. That's how they act according to this principle. But people cannot be fed. And I want, I thought this was, what he was saying is that, The West, the only reason the West is able to do this is because of the military power and because of the reserve currency, the almighty dollar. Okay, and and both are intertwined, by the way, he goes. But people cannot be fed with printed dollars and euros. It is impossible to feed people with these pieces of paper. And it is impossible to heat a home with the virtual inflated capitalization of Western social networks. All this is important, what I'm talking about, but no less important is what was just said. You cannot feed anyone with paper money. You need food, and and you won't harm, you won't warm anyone with these inflated capitalizations, energy carriers are needed. Remember, Russia has the biggest reserves of natural gas, massive amounts of oil, titanium, gold, uh, etc. Russia, what he's saying, actually has real resources, all right? And the West's resources right now are essentially banked on, on uh, the reserve currency, which is the US dollar. And he goes, what I wanna emphasize, emphasize there's every reason to believe that the Western elites are not going to look for constructive ways out of the global food and energy crisis, which arose through their fault, precisely through their fault. As a result, of their many years of policy long before our military operation in Donbass. They do not intend to solve the problems of injustice and equality. That's what Putin's saying. They, they have no interest in solving the problems of injustice and equality, according to Putin. And then he ends his speech by saying, the profits from the second world war allowed the United States to finally overcome the consequences of the great depression and become the largest economy in the world to impose on the planet, the power of the dollar as a global reserve currency. So again, he's tre- teaching people a lot of history here because what he's saying is that after World War II, The US was able to grow because the dollar became the reserve currency. Very, very important point people need to understand. And the overdue crisis of the 80s and the 80s of the last century, the crisis also aggravated. The West largely overcame by appropriating the legacy and resource of the Soviet Union that was collapsing and collapsed in the end. It is a fact. Now, in order to extricate themselves from another tangle of contradictions, they need to break Russia. So what he's saying is, look, the West finds itself in a serious problem because they have essentially, they don't really, I mean, if you look, there's really no fundamentals to the West's economy except the reserve currency, okay? And he's saying that they have a serious set of contradictions right now, and which is what you see happening economically. They need to break Russia and other states and choose a sovereign path of development at all costs in order to plunder other people's wealth, even more at the expense of clothes, plug their holes. If this did not happen, I do not rule out that they will try to completely bring the system to a collapse on which everything can be blamed or, God forbid, decide to use a well-known formula that war will write off everything. So what he's saying is that the United States and Western economies are collapsing. They need war and they need to plunder Russia. All right. That's fundamentally what he's saying. And he's saying that ultimately... You know, the central thesis is the well-known formula that war, that war will write everything off. Russia understands its responsibility to the world community and will do everything to bring such hotheads to their senses. It is clear that the current neocolonial model is ultimately doomed. But I repeat that her real owners will cling to her to the end. They simply have nothing to offer the world except for the preservation of the same system of robberies and racketeering. In fact, they spit on the natural right of billions of people, most of humanity, for freedom and justice, to determine their own future on their own. Now they have completely moved to a radical denial of moral norms, religion, and family. Okay, so I think what Putin's saying you know, is like, they don't give a fuck about the billions of people, their rights, and we're seeing it if wherever you are in whatever country, even your own rights. And as we pointed out, government, and big tech or an unholy alliance they don't give a damn about the first amendment they don't give a damn about people's sovereign rights in their own local areas and he's just giving a global viewpoint of this now this is where he gets very interesting he go he he basically emphasizes russian people's values which he says are completely different than where the west is going he says let's answer some very simple questions uh, i'm sorry he goes now they have completely moved to radical denial of moral norms religion and family Let's answer some very simple questions for ourselves. I now want to return to what I said. I want to address all the citizens of the country, not only in those colleagues who are in the hall to all citizens of Russia. Do we want to have here in our country in Russia instead of mom and dad, that there was parent number one, parent number two, parent number three, they were completely crazy already there. He's saying, you know, Russians don't want to have these sort of. They want to have a male and a female, mother and father, mom and dad. They don't want to have parent one, parent two, parent three. Okay, some people are into uh, having a kid can have you know three fathers or four fathers. Anyway, he's saying you know Russia wants to have these conservative values. He goes, I repeat, the dictatorship of the Western elites is directed against all societies. Okay. He also says this, he goes, do we really want perversions that lead to degradation and extinction to be imposed on children in our schools from the primary grades? To be drummed into them that there are supposedly other genders besides men and women and to be offered a gender reassignment operation. Do we want all this for our country and our children? For us, all this is unacceptable. We have a different, our own future. So he says, look. Russia does not believe in gender reassignment. We don't want kids to be taught uh, crazy sex in the primary grades. He's saying those are our values. He says, I repeat, the dictatorship of the Western elites is directed against all societies, including the peoples of the Western countries themselves. So this is very important. You know, our movement has been educating people that the elites in all these countries don't give a damn about working people. And he's saying this on a much more, he's observing this on a more global level. This is a challenge for everyone. Such a complete denial of man, the overthrow of faith, and traditional and traditional go here, traditional values. The suppression of freedom acquires the features of a reverse religion. What he calls outright Satanism. Okay, he's saying that this is completely satanic, and that's. And then he ends by saying, today we are fighting. So, that it would never occur to anyone, so it would never occur to anyone that Russia, our people, our language, our culture can be taken and erased from history. Today, we need the consolidation of the entire society. And such cohesion can only be based on sovereignty, which means the right of nations to determine themselves, freedom, creation, and justice. Our values are humanity, mercy, and compassion. Anyway, that what I just read to you are a, a, a brunt of Putin's speech. And if you contrast what he said to the bullshit, I mean, you compare that to the garbage that the Atlantic Council, which is truly, in my view, a, a satanic organization, okay? This organization, the Atlantic Council. And if you look at what they said, you know, everything they said in their analysis, complete nonsense, okay? He said Putin doesn't, want, well, you know, he just wants to bomb people. You know, they don't want any uh, any, you know, negotiations. Right. So the Atlantic Council is a think tank of the elites, the global Western elites. And they want war. They want to go rape and pillage Russia. That's it, guys. And you know, what's interesting that the. The people in those four provinces voted. To be part of Russia, Russia has brought them in. And that now, this is where the setup, the elites almost want this. So if Ukraine or NATO bombs any one of those regions, now it'll actually be a war. It'll no longer be a military, quote unquote, operation. What Putin's saying is, if you attack, because this is Russia now, we will also use tactical nuclear weapons. Let me just remind everyone that Russia has these hypersonic missiles, which can reach the United States in about 15 minutes. We don't, the United States doesn't even have any weapons that match that as far as we know. And Putin has said openly that there are three targets that, and those are strategic nuclear missiles, not tactical, that he has targeted Washington, London, and Brussels, which is the headquarters of NATO. So you have to, when you really look at this, you have to do this thought experiment. You have to say, okay, Putin is saying, I'm not bluffing. We can see that the West's economic system is failing and war has always been their option out. So is the Atlantic Council, which is the think tank of the elites, they're the system scientists of the elites, have they essentially advised the elites, we want war, start a war. After Putin annexes these regions, which they knew was gonna occur likely, we will bomb those areas, Putin will hit with tactical. will then unleash, you know, war on Moscow, nuclear weapons. And then we want a nuclear war. Is that where this is headed? And what's unfortunate is Americans in America are walking around like zombies. They don't even know what the fuck is going on right now. They're caring about mar lago They're caring about all sorts of nonsensical things. But when you really intersect his speech with what's going on with the economy. You start and you look at the march of history, you're, you realize that for the Western elites, either taking Putin out, going into Russia, is a serious option for them because of the amount of wealth that Russia has. And the West, Western elites have a history of doing this. So there's nothing in that speech that he said is not just pointing out history, everyone. And we need to look at that, whether we're from the United States or not, we need to accept the reality what he's saying. All right, so the question is what is to be done, okay? So I hope everyone understands that the speech that Putin has shared today is completely bastardized in the media, calling him deranged, calling this illegal, all this stuff, right? If you believe those uh, votes were illegal, uh, then the New York Times should also say the American 2020 election was illegal. My, my election in, uh, in Senate was illegal, but they won't. One rule for them and another rule for us, right? So what is the way out of this? There is a way out of this. And let me go back to the Atlantic Council to point you what the way out of it is. You see, the science of systems is the only way out of it for you to understand these interconnections, for you as an individual, not individually and then us collectively to organize and build a movement. It's the only way out. And let me point this out by bringing you guys back to the movement for Truth, Freedom and Health, okay? And this is not to sell you anything, but this is to let you know that there is a solution so you don't have to get desperate. And when I share this with you, you'll see that if you go to Truth, Freedom and Health, we have a slogan, which is very point pointed right there. Right. It says get educated or be enslaved. And there's a picture here. This is a system. It's a system of education, a system of a community of amazing people. And it says a man who invented email delivers you a system to make you street smart. Well, this is a solution and a solution always solves a problem. What is a problem that Truth, Freedom and Health is solving? The problem that we're solving is this. You see, organizations like the Atlantic Council, they have people who've gone to Harvard, they have people who've gone to MIT, Yale, the Kennedy School, Oxford, and they've learned the science of systems. And the science of systems allows them to see the interconnections, to see how to manipulate you, how to subjugate you, how to take advantage of you. And... I was, as I mentioned, very, very fortunate to learn the science. Now, someone like me with all those degrees from MIT should be serving the elites. But I, so I, I decided to betray them because I have no interest in supporting subjugation, enslavement, and manipulation. Because I still have loyalty to my parents, my upbringing, the working class people I grew up with in New Jersey. And what you see right now, the problem that we are solving is, and by the way, we have close to 350, 360,000 people in 95 countries. What is the problem that we're solving? Here's the problem. You see, there's so much information out there right now, like all the stuff I just shared with you. And you would think with all this information, with all the news headlines, with all the videos, that people would be getting smarter, people would be getting more wiser, that people be getting more freer, that people be getting more healthier, right? You would think with all this information that's on Google and Facebook that all of us would actually be stronger, you know, brighter, wiser. And is that true? Is that true? So just because you have information doesn't mean you get wiser and you get smarter and you get more truth and you get more freedom and health. The reality is this is what's been going on. The reality is this. Look at these statistics. And this is being conservative. Over 350 million people have anxiety. 300 million people are depressed. 51% of children all across the globe feel hopeless. 25%, now it's up to 40%, let me zoom in a little bit, want to overthrow their governments, okay? People aren't happy with their governments. Two and a half billion people are obese. Okay, that's nearly 30%, 35% of the world are obese. 500 million children. 52% of people are completely confused on what they should do. And 95% of the world has health problems and five have ailments. So information doesn't lead to wisdom. Information doesn't lead to you getting truer. What I just shared with you, the reason I went through Putin's speech is you have to be able to look at that. and And his speech is, in my view, beautiful because he gives you a systems analysis. He goes through history. He talks about the interconnections. It's not like these ridiculous headlines you get from the CIA infiltrated New York Times, okay? So, truth, freedom, and health, this is the problem. We have more and more people getting complacent and divided and desperate. And why is this occurring? Because the elites, those Western global elites who want neo-colonialism, what I call power, profit, and control, every day they feed you ignorance. That's what these headlines are, ladies and gentlemen from the New York Times. That's what all these headlines are, okay? It's all bullshit. All right? All of these headlines are ignorance people are fed with. So information goes through the filter of ignorance. So if you read this headline here, that ignorance, you think Putin illegally annexed these regions. You forget that they actually voted and that they were accepted. So this ignorance leads the average person to illusion. And this illusion leads people into confusion, and when you have confusion, people become desperate. People become into the left or right. They become imbeciles supporting politicians like Biden, or they become wanting to be starfuckers, which is a term, by the way, let me tell you when I was out in Hollywood, you know, when you go, oh, give me your signature, Donald Trump, let me take your picture with you. They call you starfuckers. okay? They don't give a damn about people. So, when I say left and right, you get people falling imbecile politicians or entertainers, right? So people get divided into left and right, falling imbeciles or entertainers, or people become complacent. But that is what ignorance does. And the ignorance is directly bre- bred by the m- mainstream news media, okay? These are the kind of ignorance they put out there. So this is done in a very methodical way. And this ignorance leads people to confusion And the elites want you either being desperate, like that kid in Uvalde, Texas, who takes the guns and shoot people, or people doing terrorist actions. Because when people do terrorist actions, it's an opportunity for the elites to further repress you. We do not believe in terrorism. Terrorism is not the way to truth, freedom, and health. But they want terrorism. They want terrorism. Or they want people to go to the left wing or the right wing and uh, everyone arguing with each other. Or they want people to move uh, to Vermont in a cabin, or, you know, meditate under a tree and follow some idiot Indian guy with a turban speaking like this and some stupid shit that he doesn't even know what the hell he's saying. OK, so they either want people to be complacent, meditating on their navel, but they do not want people exercising their individual freedoms and organizing collectively. OK, so this is what the system of power, profit and control is people in. And that ignorance drives people into division, into left and right, pro and anti complacency or desperation. And I want to remind people that it is these people, the Trumps on the right, the Bernie Sanders and the AOCs and these stupid gurus or Tucker Carlson's or, or Alex Jones's and the Joe Rogan's. These people are politicians and grifters. They profit by division, complacency and desperation. They are entertainers, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. They do, they do not have any solution. They have zero solution to win truth, freedom and health. Alex Jones makes money by starting all this crazy shit, Sandy Hook. Joe Rogan, one day he's pro-vaccine, anti-vaccine. They don't have a solution. They don't want to build a bottoms-up movement. Okay? So, let me remind you of that. So, what is the solution? Well, here's the solution. Knowledge is the key to break free from the system of power, profit, and control. It is knowledge. And knowledge is the engine that enables you to gain wisdom. And the ultimate knowledge is the science of systems. So let me explain again. Those elites at the Atlantic Council who are advising Western elites, they've learned the science of systems. 10,000 advisors are all over the world, know the science of systems. And if you don't learn the science of systems, you will be in that state of ignorance. It took me 40, 30, 40 years to understand this, organize it into a curriculum, build a now a global environment where everyone can learn this. And that science of systems is called knowledge. You see, knowledge is different than information. I hope everyone understands this. Write that down. Knowledge is different than information. Knowledge is different than information. Knowledge does not equal... Information is just the shit that you see out there. And then you have to have knowledge. And the knowledge is the ability to intersect things. And there is a scientific framework that will teach you not what to think, but how to think and the elites learn it. And that is why we have the conditions today, all right? And that knowledge will give us wisdom. That wisdom will get us to clarity. And why is clarity important? Because clarity makes you active and dynamic. You're able to exercise your collective will to connect with people, to break from the slavery, to start being innovative and start getting organized. And that is why I encourage all of you to go to truth, freedom, and health. I encourage you guys to, all this knowledge that I share with you or this wisdom or this clarity comes from because I've been trained, like the elite, (laughs) to think systems. And I want all of you, I want to give that gift to all of you. So contribute to this movement, contribute to yourself. But we're at an important point in history. The world is not going to change by some catastrophe occurring and then we suddenly rise up. It's gonna occur by you raising your consciousness. It's gonna occur by you learning the science of systems because the elites are running around with nuclear weapons of knowledge and you have bows and arrows. And the reason I wanted to read you Putin's speech is you read that speech and you go compare it to a Biden speech or a Trump speech or any US president. It's like night and day. He's looking at history he's analyzing it he's giving you a deep appreciation that the russian people have their own value system and that the western elites want everyone to be one value system that they don't have any respect for traditional cultures any respect for other people's values they don't really believe in the concept of nationhood or self-determination so we have a solution though truth freedom and health And I want to let you know, it's taken me 30, 40 years because my struggle coming out of the Indian caste system, learning system science, was how do we actually win? And our movement wins. We've been winning many, many battles. So, But you have to be willing to let go of the old system and wanting to learn how to think. You have to want to decide that you want to become your own guru. That's when you become not a slave anymore. This is not about following me or following somebody. It's about recognizing you have to learn how to think. And our educational system doesn't teach people how to think. Now, fortunately, we have all the tools that have been organized. And that is what Truth For The Health is. You learn the foundations of systems. You get all the tools. You learn how you can apply this foundation to heal your own body. There's no diet that's gonna heal your body. You'll start lear- you start You start getting access to how food is a system. I do a lot of one-on-ones as, as a teacher. We get access to a global community. So if you go through this, you know, you'll know you find out we've organized the courses. This is sort of an MIT level course that you get. You can take it on your own. You get access to books. You get access to papers. You get access to a tool that'll teach you how to take care of your body. Polit- you, know, you can't fight for freedom and you can't fight for truth if you're obese, if you're unhealthy. You have to take care of your own body. And there's a tool that I've created that allows you to do that. Then you you have to understand how food is a system. You have to commune with other people, continue your education. You have to educate others. The system self portal lets you do that. I'm here to offer my knowledge. And then we've created a global community. And then you got to get on the ground and train other people. So we've created tools for activism. And then we've created tools like Twitter, but we have our own forum. We've created our own version of Facebook and we have our own Channel so you can communicate in a community. So I'm here to tell you that we're at a very critical point in human history. You cannot be following imbeciles, politicians. You cannot be following entertainers. You have to become your own guru. The system I put together, it's education, it's a community, it's technology. You get all these three things. It's a system. Now it's up to you whether you wanna do it. I can only talk so much and I can only share so many words, but it's really up to you because the Western elites have no regard for you, just like they have no regard. I mean, at a macro level, they don't have any regard for a nation like Russia, but they, at a microscopic level, they have no regard for you as an individual. And they have no regard for you working people collectively organizing. So that's where we're at. So the good news is that for the first time in human history, there is a weapon, and that is a weapon of truth, freedom, and health. And that has been my life journey to organize this. And I hope all of you use this to catalyze yourself to become your own gurus, to become your own lights, to lead others. You have to have the fundamental theory. You cannot just sort of wing it. So, go to truth, Freedom and health, go read Putin's speech, go really think about what I'm saying. Do it for yourself and your kids. And one of the things we've done is we have put together a framework, and I totally forgot to mention this. Um, every Thursdays, let me go back to this, every Thursdays, you know, we have a uh, orientation, and please put this down. Every Thursdays at 11 a.m and at 8 p.m. We do it for people in Europe and we do it for people all over the world. Go to vasiva.com slash orientation, simply RSVP. And we have a great group of people. You'll see the community we're building to fight this slavery, but it is based on scientific understanding of the science of systems. So you get to learn the science that the elites learn. There's about 10,000 of them, but there's billions of us, but they, they make it very hard for you to learn this knowledge. I've made it very, very easy. And again, If you like this, recognize that everything we do runs on our own infrastructure, our own servers, our websites running on our own infrastructure, take advantage of it. And I encourage you all to contribute, go and contribute because when you contribute a hundred or more, you get all of those gifts to become a Truth For The Health Warrior. And if you can't do that, if you contribute less than that, 25 or more, you still get a bunch of gifts. And if you can't contribute anything, I still wanna make sure you have access to a bunch of tools. But whatever, and, and by the way, all these tools, when I try to give it away for free, no one valued it. People are really weird. You know, I've, you know, I used to teach all this stuff at MIT and places all over the world. People would pay me tens of thousands of dollars. And the problem is that working people can't afford it. You give it away free, no one values it. So we said, you know, whatever you can afford, contribute and take whatever you want. So it's really up to you. So we've made it very, very accessible. All right, all right, everyone. I wanna go get some dinner. Uh, It's been a long day, but I want all of you to know that we're at a very critical point. The Western global elites want war. They wanna enslave nations and they wanna enslave you, but there is a way out of it. You have to begin with understanding the science of systems. You have to begin with communing with others, and you have to begin with being active and speak to your neighbors. We've made all of that possible. On the platform, you learn the science, you get to commune with other people, but more importantly, we give you tools so you can start connecting with others, okay? I'm gonna finish again by playing the anthem video because I think it's very, very We have allowed our country to be taken over from within, and the end goal is you will have a homogenized world where we will become slaves because there is a condition among the elites that really thinks they're better than you, deep down inside them, that you don't deserve the freedoms you have. They don't. This reality is what people need to wake up to. And we need to all unite working people. There's only one movement that can do that. Mm -hmm. And that is the movement that we started creating here in Massachusetts, the movement for truth, freedom, and health. Look, I've been a student of politics since I was a four-year-old kid. Setting revolutionary movements, left wing, right wing. There's a physics, there's a nuclear science to destroying the establishment. To build a bridge, you need to understand Newton's equation. You need to understand the laws of gravity. You need to understand Poisson's ratio. There is a way to build a revolution, and that's why I put this together. My goal is to train a army of truth, freedom, and health leaders. We don't need followers like social media, we need leaders, but they, they need training because the educational system does not teach them history, nothing. So in three hours, that's what I've started doing. That's the solution. We got to train people. First with understanding what a system is. The second is understanding the interconnection between truth, freedom, and health. Freedom is the ability to move freely, communicate freely, right? Talk freely. Without freedom, you cannot convert ideas, hypothesis into truth, which is science. And without freedom, you can't really get to truth. And without truth, you make up fake problems and fake solutions, which means you destroy our health. And without health, which is the infrastructure of us and our body, you can't fight for freedom. Third concept is it has to be bottoms up, working people, people who work uniting. And what the right wing has done is whenever you say working people unite, that must be communist. Meanwhile, they've let the Democrats run unions, which suppress workers, completely corrupt. But when you look at the arc of American history, it's been when working people came up. We need to go local. Every solution I'm coming up with is a part of this movement. We're giving the science, which is the truth, and then we tell people what they can do on the ground. Like with election fraud, you don't need to wait for some lawyer. Our goal is to train people, Dave, to go local, to go local, to go local, fight locally. Forget lawyers, forget politicians, forget celebrities. You've got to learn politics, and there is a science to it. They lock us down, we should be ready to shut them down. And the fourth part of this principle is a not so obvious establishment. So when you look at a system, there's always something that disturbs you from getting to your goal. Well, the biggest disturbance is a not so obvious establishment, which are those people who claim they're for you on the left and the right, the Al Sharptons who tell black people I'm for you, the Tucker Carlson's. Do you think any true anti-establishment person will ever be on Fox or CNN? I don't think so. They both mislead working people back into the establishment without This solid understanding of political physics and theory, you're screwed. You're going to follow on the the left wing, Bernie Sanders, oh, he said something, or Robert Kennedy, scumbags. Or you're going to follow, you know, some right wing talk show host. They're not going to lead us to liberation, it's us. And that political physics, it's a nuclear science of change. Bottoms up. We have to organize to understand that there is people who talk a good game and then look at what they actually do, left and right. I'm sorry, Sean Hannity may say some good things, but I don't see the urgency in his voice to get something done, and it can only come when you weaponize yourself with the right knowledge. You need to be able to identify a rat. You know, Christ didn't go after the Romans, right? It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees who screwed him up, his own quote-unquote people, and that's where we're at. So these four concepts I've built into a curriculum. People can go to vasheva.com, but we want people to make a commitment that they'll study, that they'll get certified, that they'll go do activities on the ground. So go to V.A. Shiva, Victory America Shiva, Shiva vashiva.com. All right, everyone, have a good Friday or good Saturday wherever you are and be well, be the light. Thank you.